I keep bringing up our podcast. I don't know if I've told me you too. this. Like, I've been like drunk and bringing up the podcast. Oh, and me I'm, too. Like, this is not <laughs> good. But it's also awkward because I'll be like, oh, sorry, like I can't talk right now. I have to go call. Yeah. My no, friend. today on our bus back, <laughs> I was like very loudly, like, okay, I'm going to go record my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it makes me feel like such an ugly white man. I know, me too. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> hey everyone, welcome back to this week's episode of I Told My Stuff to Animals About Us. I'm your host, Alicia. And I'm Ashley. And this week is a bit of a weird one. Uh, we thank you mm-hmm. all so much for your patience as we didn't have an episode last week. Um, I'm currently on a two-week business trip. Uh, so things have been a doozy. That's also why I probably sound a little rough. Yeah, I think you sound great. Also, okay. um, remember when we said, um, um, as as Taylor Swift once said, you don't owe anyone shit. Um, True. So we love you guys and we're happy to produce this content for you, but also not at the expense of Alicia's happiness. My happiness? I don't know. Just no pressure on you, baby girl. XO. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No... What? Sorry, someone in the work group chat just asked where the microwaves are. Are there what? no microwaves in your hotel rooms? Um, I guess I, oh, I guess not. I have a fridge, but not a microwave. <laughs> Wait, that's, that's so really silly. funny. Interesting. When I this was, huh? Go. Oh, no, this hotel is really weird. So I don't know if I ever talked about this. If, if I did, it was on the corporate Slay episode. But there's a lot of logistical issues that happened last time. Like, a lot of people just didn't get rooms. Mm-hmm. Um, but this time, everything in that department went well. But there's just, like, been weird vibes in general. Like, there's some interesting characters. And, like, the room serv- like the cleaning is inconsistent. Like, nobody can really figure out the pattern. Like, I just sometimes come home and I'm like, oh, they made my bed, which I am not like trying to be snobby, but I just, I don't know. I don't really like ever, like, unless I'm running out of toiletries, I don't ever really want someone to come clean. Um, You can put up the sign. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, cause the thing is they, they didn't. So last time I was there for three days and they didn't clean at all. And mm. so this time I was like, oh, maybe it's just like that new COVID thing where they only clean once you leave. Um, So I just didn't do anything about it. And then yesterday, which was my third day here i came back and it was cleaned and Hmm. so i was like okay maybe they're cleaning every two days or like every three days i came back today and it was cleaned again and then someone else said that theirs gets cleaned every day and when they get cleaned they get a new soap every time the thing is when the two times that they've cleaned mine they haven't they've like refilled my bottles but they haven't given like a new anything Oh, so we're just confused about what's going on. Like, it's none of it's like a big deal, but it's just like interesting. Yeah, yeah, that is weird vibes for sure. It's also strange because not every hotel like has the same standards. You know, like when right. you get on, it's like airplanes. Like every flight, mm-hmm. can be, like a little different vibes from what you get, and you don't want to be like expectant of everything. But also, yeah. like there are vibes that you expect them to meet like if somebody didn't give me a drink on a flight i'd be like what the heck is wrong with you like that's just part yeah. of the situation also we have like everyone's supposed to like we all have the same standard room mm-hmm. but one of the people i don't know how many but i know one person doesn't have a couch in their room and the rest of us do oh wow and i'm like it doesn't really matter because we didn't pay but i'm like 
is this normal <laughs> yeah it, yeah i have no idea they also probably got a group rate they probably just booked all yeah. the rooms at the same price and then yeah. the hotel just assigned you guys but it is weird especially when you're all part of the same group that they yeah. give you different rooms yeah for sure and i don't know i've enjoyed the mini fridge because i've put my skincare in there nice um, nice little luxury i we were trying to explain to the guys like why that's a thing and we're like dude it just like feels so good when you roll a cold rock on your face <laughs> no that's real um yeah i don't know it's just like nice i also like have considered myself like should i invest in a skincare fridge yes. also because i just think they're cute and small exactly but i don't need an excuse to like have more of my products out on the counter i love right. leaving every product out on the counter so it's probably just like good self-control for me to hype to like put them away somewhere else yeah no so back when i thought i'd be like making bank and not getting taxed as much i was like mm -hmm. the first thing i'm gonna get is a skincare fridge um but that has not happened um and then my sister was like oh yeah i thought about getting you one for christmas but i had already gotten you stuff and i was like oh that's really nice because i didn't even mention it to her she just like saw one and was like oh that seems like something she'd like um but uh one of our friends he used to have this mini fridge in his apartment um and <laughs> it's really funny i went over once and i was like oh my gosh i didn't know you had this and there there is nothing inside and he was like, oh, yeah, you can have it if you want. I'm like, no way. Like, you're joking. Like, these things are, that's, like, more than $60. And he's like, yeah, just give it back by the end of the year. And then the girl he was dating at the time was like, baby, you know, that's not what giving means, right? That's that's <laughs> borrow. He was like, oh, oh, I've never thought about that before. <laughs> and, um, but, but in a few weeks ago, he came to my house he was like, I have a Christmas present for you. And I was like, oh, no way. And he gives me the fridge. He's like, yeah, honestly, ever since my roommate moved out, I have not put a single drink in there. So you can have it. Um, That's so funny. But he keeps forgetting the cord that plugs it in. And it's like a very specific cord. Um, so it's so you just have like an unworkable yeah, fridge. Yeah, it's just been sitting in my apartment for like a month now. Um, and every time we hang out, I'm like, don't forget the cord. Don't forget the cord. And he forgets it every time. Oh my um, but it's okay. It'll happen. Yeah, I mean, he has to move out eventually, too. So, yeah, like, exactly. That's so, so silly. Yeah, well, otherwise, is the business trip going well? Um, yes and no. So, like, the, the purpose of this is we're getting, like, further education and certification. Um, mm -hmm. And so it, my body has been kind of freaking out because it's it feels exactly like ba being back in school. Mm -hmm. And this is my theory after like talking to some other people because like this morning I woke up and I felt that same pit of anxiety in my stomach that I used to in school. And I texted one of my coworkers. She's like, no, literally I woke up like my heart was racing. Um, so I think my body's a little confused. We've also been drinking a lot. So that does affect it. Um, yeah. Not a lot of sleep. So I think I just need an adjustment period. And also like I am just really bad with change and like mm -hmm. having a good routine is really key for my mental health. And so now I'm like, I'm sleeping in a different place. I'm eating different food. I'm hanging out with different people. So I think I'm just in a period of adjustment. Like today I was so neurotic. Multiple people came up mm -hmm. and were like, are you okay? And I'm like, I really don't know what to tell you. Mm -hmm. um, and it's like manifesting in so many ways. Like my gut is freaking out. Like I, I just feel so out of body yeah um 
And it's hard, too, because, like, you're on adrenaline a lot of the time when you're traveling. Like, for the first few days, you're like, this is so great. But it's not sustainable. And then, yeah, you do have to go through this awkward. And you're going to be there for a while, too. So, like, your body has to get back to normal, quote, unquote. Yeah, I'm like, I got to take it easy for a few days. I'm Um, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. How was your week? Um, My week has been busy. Um, Mm -hmm. I was supposed to have things going on, like every single night this week mm-hmm. and yesterday I, I didn't go to bible study because i was like i just need to like stay home and like chill out like i took a bath and like oh, watched a movie and just like had like like i didn't even go into the office i worked remote because i was like i'm just like not yeah doing well right now but it's been good i've been seeing a lot of people that i don't normally see and things like that so um very pro all of it but it does kind of feel like everything's so i was supposed to be practicing sabbath i think i brought this mm-hmm. up in another podcast but yeah, we did. um and like taking intentional hours of rest like preferably 24 hours Mm -hmm. but I like tried to sabbath on Sunday but it meant that I didn't like prepare anything for my week Mm -hmm. like I was supposed to just like sit there and it like has messed me up like I haven't purchased groceries in like a week and a half now because I didn't do it Sunday when I normally do it and I felt like I was running behind and so I'm just like I can't do a Sunday Sabbath like that's just not what works for me so I think I just need to be more intentional about like little chunks or something like that but I was like this this is just broken and I can't keep operating like on a broken system like it's just gonna drive me more into the ground so it's just been like a weird adjustment I've thought a lot over the past few years about how like the idea of taking Sunday as Sabbath is so so like different from I know there's a better word that is out there but i just can't remember it but like because especially with this like hustle grind girl boss capitalism culture we've got like sundays for meal prepping sundays like blah blah, blah. and of course we have like the sunday scaries and like the sunday sabbath is just so, like the entire antithesis to that and it's so hard to like fit that in because our like our policies and our like social culture is so backwards of the sunday sabbath like everyone wants you to like you're supposed to take sunday to like clean and prep for this upcoming week which like is also really sad because it's like no matter what like your your brain is still on work mode on the weekend Mm -hmm. i know it's that way in school too which is awful um because honestly they give you more stuff to do over the weekend than than during the week but like Yeah, the fact that so much of if like at the very least, I feel like people carve out like their Sunday evenings and late afternoons to prepare for the upcoming week of work. Yeah. And some people like it's that whole day. Uh, like there's that whole like Sunday reset. And it's like for some people that is Sabbath or like that's what feels like Sabbath. But for a lot of us, like it's just so much more work to do. Yeah, well, that's the thing is they're like, okay, if you're actually going to Sabbath on Sunday, you have to divvy up your chores on other days. And I'm like, I don't want to pack in the rest of my week so I can like sit there and do nothing on Sunday. Like that's not going to help me like to burn out on the other days. And I know the idea is like, oh, you're supposed to get rid of things. And it's like, what am I supposed to get rid of? Work? Like, am I supposed to get rid of Bible study? Like, Mm -hmm. what am I supposed to sacrifice then? So I think I just need a more like phased approach because it's just yeah again i don't have groceries i think also what makes sabbath work is if like there's multiple people doing it together because like i feel in my head i'm like if i were to sabbath what it would look like is like i do chores and stuff on saturday and then sunday i'd like 
spend time with a friend. Like maybe we sit around, do a board game together, do puzzles, together, mm-hmm. you know, something like that, that is more nourishing. And it's, yeah, I noticed even like when I got to college, like I wanted to like Sunday homework, I mean, Saturday homework and Sunday fun. And mm-hmm. the rest of our suite mates were all the other way around. And I was like, oh no, now I have to, cause like the reason I did that was like, I will be anxious thinking about my homework until it's done. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I want to be able to enjoy like when we go out, but I really had to like be like, okay, no, I can get it all done on Sunday. That's not true. I never had my homework all done by Sunday. <laughs> um, but like, just yeah, it's it's like this flipping of like mm-hmm. it. It would suck if I still stuck with that routine, and then by the time that I wanted to have fun on Sunday, all of you were busy. You know. Yeah, I am also somebody that like as soon as like I'm done with my obligations for the day on Friday, I like shut my laptop, will right. not open again, touch it, yeah. and so yeah. that was also something that like was very much a high school or. A, high school and college I guess mm-hmm. where Friday you know three o'clock four o'clock whatever rolls around like I am not touching it until I have to and yeah Saturday was like if I knew I couldn't get it done in one day but I was also very pro like not having an 8 a.m on Monday so I could mm-hmm. keep doing it okay yeah day until it so yeah I think it's just a little different um, yeah but no I, my yeah. last semester when I took no classes on Monday that was super helpful because then I was like I'm gonna play on Saturday and then mm-hmm. Sunday I'm gonna grind a bit and if nothing if it doesn't get done I still have another day exactly. and I like that more than a Friday off because I feel like then like both Friday and Saturday become fun days and then you still mm-hmm. freak out on Sunday yeah the other one, nice thing about having a Monday off is very few people do so it can mm-hmm. be like a self yes like nourishing day like that yes. was something like if I didn't have Wednesday classes like I could do all my little grocery shopping or I could like go off and have my own little deal without it being like oh it's Friday like it's the weekend everybody's free everybody wants to be doing something and sort of like sacrificing that time so mm-hmm. I'm very pro four-day work week if you can oh yeah work yeah absolutely Anyways, uh, we're talking about female friendships today, and yeah. let the record reflect that this is not a binary or a no. gender um, assignment. It's basically everything but men. Male, male. So yeah. um, we just kind of wanted to talk about, I don't know, as girlies. Um, yeah. Self-proclaimed girlies. If you want to self-identify as a girly, this is for you. If you don't, Absolutely. Uh, you can still listen. Do not feel like we are looping you in in any sort of way. Um, yeah it's more about an exploration of what makes them special and as you know we are two girls who love little women and that sort of um paradigm and understanding of what it means to care for women so we Mm -hmm. put up a box about a week and a half ago at this yeah we did intend to record last week and then and then i kind of fumbled no we were taking a sabbath we were taking a rest and recharge yeah um So we asked you all to submit your dearest female friendships and then also tips to make friends with women. Um, I guess to start, do you want to talk about like, and your experience, what's Mm -hmm. different between quote unquote male and female friendships? Yeah, I think like a lot of it boils down to the way that we're socialized. Like Mm -hmm. not, no, I won't like shit on men too much in this part, but it's just like, I think (laughs) there's a fundamental understanding between two women that... Um, like men and women will never have and in a lot of ways men don't have with each other either um Mm -hmm. and I know I've come to a like a point in life the last few years where I'm like no like if 
Like, who's going to ride for you if not your girlies? Yeah. Because it's not going to be the guys. <laughs> yeah. I think somebody growing up with two brothers, I very much learned that, like, when I'm interacting with men or, like, establishing, like, friendships with men, it's about a power balance or imbalance Mm -hmm. and that's something that's like very different like you have to like present yourself as an equal to be friends with men and like establish that like you can carry your own weight you can do your own thing like you can take your own shit like you Mm -hmm. can be at that level that's expected of you and I think sometimes that can be toxic and that's what can create that pick me girl that's exactly what I was gonna say like relationship it's not even always to put down other women it's so that Mm -hmm. you can level up so that they can like even value you yes and i think it comes at the expense of women most often and i think that's the wrong way to go about it Mm -hmm. um but it it does become a posturing and that's something like i was talking with some friends the other day and i was like oh we're playing we're not really strangers and the Mm -hmm. card is like what's something that people i should have complimented you on more Oh, yeah, that would have been a great bonding activity. Um, But I had mentioned, like, oh, my humor is something that's really important to me. And Mm -hmm. not everybody recognizes it in, like, a verbal way. And they were like, oh, no, the boys told us, like, you're so funny. Like, Ashley's going to keep pace. And, like, you can't, like, we'd be, like, thinking about it. And I was like, okay, good. It's nice to know that I am respected in those ways. And, like, I can be. But with women, like, it's not about that. It's a lot more about shared experience and shared life. And, like, can you not meet me at this level Mm -hmm. but will you empathize with me and create something with me I think that's also something that I've noticed with my female friendships because it's a lot more about like shared Mm -hmm. um participation in life events or like when people show up for you like that's what matters um and so I think it's it's just a difference like if you want somebody who's gonna like rough and tumble like I think men can be great for that but I think there's a lot of posturing that gets involved that can be really draining for me to like constantly feel like I have to prove myself or like be worthy of that friendship yeah I think also something that's really special about female friendships is that and not even friendship is the thing like wherever you go like like a woman's gonna understand like it's like the whole Mm -hmm. thing like the girl in the bathroom like you, mm-hmm. you walk in there, you're like, does anyone have a tampon? Or like, like um, a while back, there was that TikTok trend where people were talking about like what they love about being a woman or whatever. And people were like, yeah, like this girl could literally be bullying the hell out of you. But then the second you say like, hey, I need a tampon, like she's or like I need a hair tie, like she's going to give it to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, yeah, I kind of had this experience like the last time I went on a business trip, like there are these we were at a bar and there are these three girls from another office that came in. And immediately we just like, there's so many things that we clicked about, like, about like interests or even just, we were just like, dude, like it kind of sucks being a girl in this, in like the corporate space sometimes, like because Mm -hmm. X, Y, Z and everyone was like, yes, I totally agree with you on all of those points. And it's like, even before you become friends with another woman, there's just so many like previous shared experiences that you have separately that bring you together. And I think that that is just so lovely. (laughs) Yeah. No, I think it's great. And I think there is something to be said about like, you know, if somebody's at the gym and getting harassed, like the women who step up and say something or like, if I saw like a little girl alone on the street, Mm -hmm. I'd be like, oh my gosh, let me go save her. Like there's like just this intrinsic like, and I don't know if that's because like soapbox, like women Mm -hmm. are inherently victims in like a male society and like we are seen as less than we'd have to look out for each other or like whatever. But it is nice 
like on the plus side that there mm-hmm. is the supportive and empathetic community i think it's really easy to fall down this rabbit hole of like oh that's like such a it's so bad that we have to live that way but at the same time like it does give hope in the sense that like yeah it shows a lot of our compassion and our empathy and like we're able Mm -hmm. to put each other in our footsteps and it's really like something that i really admired when i was in europe is especially in scandinavian countries like there is this sense of community even amongst strangers like we're Mm -hmm. not going to creep on each other like if i leave my baby in a stroller outside the store while i step in to grab a coffee everyone's gonna keep an eye out you know Mm -hmm. and i think that that's kind of what this whole sisterhood thing is like we always have an eye out even if we've never spoken a word to each other like yeah like on the street or whatever like like mm-hmm. if you see a girl who like looks a little uncomfortable you like always come and be like oh my gosh like i was like looking for you like you have this act where like it's like we're here for each other like whatever we yeah. can do to stand up for each other mm-hmm. we do that yeah yeah and i think it, there's also that idea of like women's wrongs i know it's kind of a <laughs> meme where it's like i support yeah. women's rights but i also support women's wrongs like when you see women like breaking the mold of what it means to be right. a traditional woman or to be traditionally or inherently feminine i love it i love a woman's wrongs i love i've talked about this before like i love a crazy ex-girlfriend song like mm-hmm. go key his car yeah like absolutely pop off girl boss because you have to support women in their like disobedient sometimes yeah. and it's it's very girl boss and that's also something i was not thinking, burning like, your sister's manuscript though uh, mm, you know sometimes you got a girl boss no, i'm just kidding <laughs> and i think oh that's the other thing is like women can hit you where it hurts mm-hmm. that's like the one thing about female friendships is because there is so much shared understanding that you yeah. know exactly where those wounds are and when yeah. things go south they really do go south um, yeah like i've had very few casual casual friend breakups oh my god yeah Yeah. like if i'm broken up with my friend like it it's done it's It's just what it is and that you just kind of have to like uh. that's what it's like kind of off topic but like people are like oh like like sapphic relationships must be so much easier because there's no man but it's like no the way you feel about your female friend breakups imagine female romantic breakups (laughs) Uh, yeah i just can't even imagine so um well i have a question for you it has like has your relationship with your female friendships always been this way like have you always seen it this way or like how has that evolved throughout your life um i definitely think that there was times in my life where i was more of a pick me because Mm -hmm. i thought that there was like a wrong i don't want to say like a wrong way to be a woman but i definitely thought that like I knew the right way to be it. Like I was the girl who was like, I don't like pink. Like I'm not girly. I think I've always just been a competitive person. And sometimes we are set up against each other as women because we are women. And that is messed up. But I think for the most part, I've been pretty girl boss slay. Um, And I think also growing up without a sister, like I kind of had to figure that out on my own. Um, But I'm very much like a ride or die bestie. Like I will tell you fond memories that I have of us from preschool together. Even if we haven't spoken in years, like I will be like, so I think my approach to female friendships is, Oh, the other thing that I'll say about women friendships is I love mentorship and mm-hmm. like, um, either being a mentor, like I've loved being yes, a camp yes, counselor yes. or a coach or something like that. And also having mentorship, like that is something that like yeah. I've always looked for really strong, positive, encouraging women in my life. Um, and I think that's something that will just always be really, really important to me is mm. being able to like feed and grow as a woman and in my experiences. So, yeah. Um, what about you? 
Yeah, no, I definitely was a pick me as a kid, which I think there's a lot that factors in. Like, there's a lot of also just like struggle with gender there. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think, I mean, I definitely like, I was the kid who said, like, oh, girls are more dramatic. I'd rather hang out with the guys. Yeah. Um, again, patriarchy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I don't I really struggled with my female friendships growing up. I had there I had like I had two best friends that I, like those are my only friends that would like ride or die in elementary school. Um mm-hmm. but one of them moved away and that was like soul crushing for me because she was she was literally a sister to me. Um mm-hmm. like people I mean well it, there was also racist intent behind this but people would ask if we were sisters all the time. <laughs> but like mm-hmm. she lived down the street from me like our sisters were the same age. Our parents really liked that they could speak in Mandarin together. So, like, she was really special to me. So, when she moved away, that was, like, really, really difficult for me. And I didn't know how to make mm-hmm. friends because I was also just, like, awkward and neurodivergent and whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, fair. So, I, like, <laughs> couldn't hold down female friendships after that until college. Um, there was just always something that went wrong and it's like it was literally I would have a female friend group for the year and then things would go awry at the end of the year and then yeah I'd be anxious all summer and then we'd do the whole thing all over again and so I really struggled with that but I think that's also why I cherish my female friendships so much more now and like that's why college was so 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 special to me because like we also Mm -hmm. like became a family unit and to like have that in women I mean we see that in media all the time like we've got like the sisterhood of, of traveling pants and like you know maybe that's the only healthy one <laughs> <laughs> little women little, yeah but they're they're real sisters though yeah i was gonna say like the babysitters club yeah babysitters club yes which by the way why did that show get canceled that was so good um <sighs> but yeah like we see these like great sex in the city is that yeah sex in the city yeah i don't know they don't they just don't make shows like that anymore um but yeah I think I really, like, I'd been searching for that for so long and nothing had, like, worked out until that point. Um, And I was talking about this with one of my coworkers, which, like, this was another thing where, like, we kind of, I feel like we were able to make friends, become friends because we had this mutual understanding of, like, what our female experiences were and plus other things. Um, But, like, her and I were both saying, like, oh, like, we really treasure each other because we're bad at making friends and we don't, we, like, grew up without a lot of female friends. So, like... that just makes it so much more special um yeah yeah that's also something I feel like this was my first group of friends like our suite Mm -hmm. that I felt like I could be completely honest with and I don't know if that was like our circumstance and how vulnerable we all just were but I think um that's something that I don't compromise on now like true authenticity within my girlfriends like I'm happy to have acquaintances that are you know, just kind of on the outskirts so that mm-hmm. I see every once in a while. Like, but if you are like one of my friends, like I want to know the good, the bad, the ugly. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. that's something that um, I have just learned through experience is like, that's how you know who your real friends are is when you can tell them those things and they stick by you and that, like deepens your friendship. And so, um, yeah, I think that radical authenticity mm-hmm. is something that um, I really found. And it's been really beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, I like I was ha- I have I've had this conversation with one of my friends multiple times cuz like I'll just like not hear from her for a bit and I'm like, "Hey, what's up?" and she's like, "Well, I just like 
don't talk about the mundane things because I don't think anyone wants to hear about them. And I've stressed over and over and over that I do want to hear. And like a lot of people are like have told me like, oh, like your life sounds so much more interesting. And I'm like, it's really not. I just tell you absolutely everything that happens to me in a day. And I play it up like I don't obviously I don't like lie and exaggerate, but like the way I tell it is very dynamic. So it seems mm-hmm. like, oh, this is this huge like interesting thing but i'm like i guarantee the same thing or like an equivalent thing happened to you and you're just not seeing it that way and i think for me like what really like i think like what's really special like about like our friendship and like a lot like a lot of adjacent friendships is like we do just spill like whatever Mm -hmm. like like we'll text each other and be like this is the bag of chips that i got yeah and like that it's that's just something special like it that's important to us and it Mm -hmm. like we see the value and like yeah, I think true because like people say like oh like with your family you can be like more casual and more mean. That's 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 not in my culture, but like I <laughs> I do know like that is a thing, and I think that's like the way I want to be with my friends too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I I think I've also had an appreciation for people who model that back to me, mm-hmm. like where they are also authentic i think the other thing that i've learned in this season of life is like if i can text you out of the blue yes and it doesn't mean anything different than like if we had been texting every single day like those are the kind of people like i had texted one of my friends about applesauce yesterday and she was like anyways here's everything that's happened in my life in the past no literally i've seen you and i'm like beautiful that's exactly what i wanted and how i wanted this to go and i think that's um, it's really reaffirming too to be loved in the ways that you like to mm-hmm. love others or like if so. you don't have to start out saying hey and you can just yeah. jump into whatever you have to say yeah mm-hmm. or if i just like send you a snapchat and you're like yeah for sure yeah yeah, yeah yeah um do you want to read some prompts from yeah. how to make friends I think they all said about the same thing and it's like women yeah. really like to be complimented but like make sure it's genuine because we can suss that out um, yeah. and just like in general being kind like that really goes a long way I think also that has to do with the fact that like not to be dramatic but like we don't encounter kindness all the time no or um, it's weaponized like it's yeah or it's with yes, something yeah. else yeah um, it's manipulative yeah so I think yeah the genuine kindness goes a long way. Like I, I don't know if this is a me thing or like if this happens where like if a girl's being nice to you and you kind of are like sus about it, you're like, mm-hmm. what do you want? But then you're like, no, she's actually just nice. Yeah. I think it's also we're conditioned to expect compliments from men mm-hmm, or like from mm-hmm, people mm-hmm. who are like a lot older than us or a lot younger than yeah. us. So there's something so like exciting and engaging about your peer yeah or somebody that you really respect and admire complimenting you as well so I think it's also that model of like wow if this person thinks I'm cool then or you know they think I'm pretty or smart or funny or whatever it's just like it's honest and it's something that you don't expect and it's what we're talking about where that like (laughs) radical authenticity of like yes I'm just going to tell you what I'm thinking Mm -hmm. about you right now so no like I know male validation hits but Mm -hmm. when that like when that random girl in the corner is like hey I really like your nail color like that like go I think about that forever oh my gosh yeah like when somebody's like oh my gosh where'd you get your pants you're like yes <laughs> oh my gosh yes exactly what yes. I want to be asked about and like yeah. appreciated and it just means so much more than if you were like oh you're pretty you know do you want to talk about your dearest female friendship yes I 
Sorry, Haley, I'm not going to talk about you for once. <gasps> I'm going to talk about my high school best friend. Mm-hmm. Um, so we met when we were in fifth grade and we had met because we were mutual friends. And then I had a friend break up with this mm. dear friend because of the mutual friend. Like I made her pick mm. between us that and she just didn't want to pick. Yeah. Um, but then we rekindled in junior high and she's very much like the, um, you know, those memes about like black cat, golden retriever yes. energy. Like yeah. that's us. Like she's the black cat, like very artsy, very poetic, like is in school to be a director, mm-hmm. works night shifts, is like always running mm-hmm. on Red Bull, like just very like <laughs> go, yeah, go crazy, but like not in the ways that you'd expect. Yeah. And then I'm the exact opposite. Like I'm overposting on social media, <laughs> like I'm broadcasting my day-to-day life. I'm like just insane and like always the person who like orders for us at restaurants or like grabs the check Mm -hmm. like so she yeah I can tell her everything and we're not people who like text every single day Mm -hmm. like yesterday she texted me her outfit and I was like you're so hot you're the baddest bitch I've ever seen like you are so incredibly sexy and wonderful and talented and I love you and I miss you and like you're probably not talking about that in two weeks um like just so so loyal so true like she comes over to my house and she's family I go over to her house and I've basically moved in like just that like her grandma sends me gifts my grandma sends her gifts like very much just an integral part of my life and so I just love her and appreciate her and know that like literally to the ends of the earth Mm -hmm. like it doesn't take yeah much work because it just is yeah yeah so mine I did get permission to name drop um so yeah my I met Victoria on the first day of third grade. She had just moved here. And it's funny because, so over the summer, my mom had given me a pep talk about how I need to make more friends. (laughs) And I was like, hell no. And then on like meet the teacher day, we saw that there was a new girl. My mom's like, you need to be her friend. Like that is like that. That's your assignment. Like you have to. And I was like, that's "That's horrifying. Um, But on the first day, um i volunteered to show her around they actually the teacher picked a different girl but i like was like no dude like this is um, this is imperative (laughs) like i'm gonna eat lunch with you okay um and we yeah we just had so much in common and it's interesting because so like after that we never ever ever had another class together and sometimes we'd go like two years without speaking but then we'd see each other and everything just felt like no time had passed Mm -hmm. and i remember the day we found out we weren't going to be in the same class in fourth grade, we I think we both cried. Um, and her mom was like, but it's okay. Like, we'll have play dates and you guys will always be friends. Like, you'll be bridesmaids. You'll throw each other's bri- um, baby showers. And at the time, mm-hmm. we're like, ew. But, like, it's true. And I, like, I don't know. It feels so special that, like, people could see it back then. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think for a while in, like, high school, we didn't like run into each other a lot but then I think during the early pandemic we started talking a bit more um and because she lives like eight minutes like our childhood homes are eight minutes apart and Mm -hmm. she has a really nice backyard um so we would that was like our COVID thing was we would go sit in her backyard and it was just so nice to like catch up and realize that like even after all these years we can still say literally anything and there's no judgment. And most of the time, we even understand. Like, we're, like, the same kind of delusional. Um, yeah. But, that it, like, in that way, we're also able to be, like, hey, you're being a dumb bitch. Um, yeah. And, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's really special because I know that, like, no matter what we're doing, like, it's always okay. Like, this summer, I went to go visit her for literally two days. And she was going through some 
really really bad circumstances and yeah. she felt really bad because like we weren't able to like do a lot of fun stuff like it was a lot of logistical things but i was like no dude we could literally sit on a porch for two whole days doing nothing and i'd be perfectly content yeah um yeah and like our yeah our families like they don't see each other often but every single time like her mom's like please like give all my love to your family and like like um yeah it's just it's really special and i hope that everyone gets to experience yeah (laughs) just kidding (laughs) we love love Uh here Something that stood out to me. So Victoria actually let me borrow this book. Um, actually, I should put you on it. Um, it's mm-hmm. a memoir from her name is Dolly Alderton. She's a British journalist, and Love. she her book is called Everything I Know About Love. And mm-hmm. I didn't really like vibe with the first half because a lot of it was like her being a partier in middle school and high school. That just like was not me, so it wasn't relatable. Yeah. But like once she gets to like college and post grad, when she's like oh my gosh, my friends are getting married and having babies and they're leaving me behind and I'm just confused why they're all doing this. I was like, yeah, that hits. Um, <laughs> but yeah, she just, she talks a lot about her friends and like everything that they've been through together, like the men they've been through together, like the the tragedies, the deaths, yeah. everything. And at the end, what made me violently sob was, I'm, I'm okay, I was hoping that when we recorded, I'd be at home with the book so I can make sure I say it word for word, um, but I'm not. But I'm pretty sure I have it right. But it, she says, everything I know about love, I've learned about from my long-term female friendships, especially the ones that I've lived with. And I just, <sighs> I don't, I just, it's so true because people, we're really socialized to center romantic relationships. Yeah. But really, like, there's so many, like, I, I feel like, I mean, besides, like, sexually if that's what you're into like everything Mm -hmm. that you can get out of your like marriage or long-term partnership you can get out of your friendships and there's a lot of things that you can get out of your friendships that you don't get out of your partnership I don't well I don't well I don't know maybe it's just been a while no but I think it's true like to be loved in the same space as people who really care Mm -hmm. about you I also just think there's some people who just can love you so dearly like today is the birthday of one of my former roommates and every time I think about her I'm like I literally have nothing bad to say and if I do it's like silly bad where I'm like sometimes she'd do something that was like 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 uh like just to be so cared for like know that like you can come home and just unwind with that person or like if you're sick they're gonna bring you soup and like really like want to love you in all the ways that are so tender and special like that is more intimate than so many men have treated me but this is literally podcast this is just a i love women podcast yeah so no i think she's absolutely right and also, like, no matter what, even if a man is like, I love little women, I'm like, you are never, ever, 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 ever going to be able to talk about this the same way that me and some random ass girl who, like, who I just met who says she loves little women will be able to. Like, it's just, it's it's True. not the same. Like, True. you don't know. Lori was like. not a little woman. He was just there. He was a side character. He was. Um, a plot point. Anyways. Yeah. Um, what's your emoji of the week? Um, first of all, I realize we literally never say rate and subscribe. So if you want to support us, please give us a rating. I know some of you have done that. I actually, so I know Apple Music has like more features on this. And one of my coworkers has Apple Music. And yesterday he pulled it up and I was like, oh, people wrote us nice things. And I didn't know that. 
Um, but yeah, if you're on, I know how to use Spotify. So if you're on Spotify, yeah. it should just be in like the top left hand, like right by our name around there. Subscribe, follow, whatever it says on there. Um, and then yeah, you'll be notified all the things. when things drop. So yeah, that just a little housekeeping. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I, okay. So follow here's us on Instagram. Yes. Uh, at stuffed animals pod. Oh my God. Wait. No, but for all the weekly things, I wrote them last week, so they might not be relevant anymore. Because so the pop culture moment I wanted to talk about was from mm-hmm. Love Island. Specifically, oh, yeah. uh, this guy got called community penis because he was he was whoring. honestly passing and around. He was, no, but he was being so disrespectful about it, lying to people. Like, he told one girl, like, oh, yeah, I, like, think we should explore things. And literally, immediately after, went up the stairs and made out with another girl and told her, hey, I really like you. And then went back downstairs and told that girl, oh, yeah, I'm not into her like that. She's just a friend. Am and did I that, community like, penis? four times. What? Am I community penis? No. Women's Maybe wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, okay, so, like, the real moment is, like, everyone found out and one of the girls just marches up to him and he's being really weird like she he's just talking over her he's like i don't want to hear it i don't wait in the act i don't want to hear it blah 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 <laughs> you're so boring shut up and she's like well first of all your community penis she says a few <laughs> other things and then what sets him off is when she says i hope your parents are proud of you he doesn't give a shit that he just got called community penis but as soon as his parents are called into question he's like don't you dare my parents will always be proud of me and i was like I don't know if that's true, babes. Mm-hmm. Um, no. But yeah, I don't know if I want to keep watching Love Island because I'm already behind because of my business trip. But mm-hmm. they have let go of two strong-ass women. Like, there were very few girls actually standing up to the debauchery that these men were doing. And yeah. two of them are gone. So I'm that's like, upsetting. what even is the point? Yeah. And I'm not going to go too into detail because we're not a Love Island podcast. But, like, there's just some atrocious things that I'm so fed up with. Um, my pop culture moment of the week is Viola Davis got an EGOT. And so oh, yeah. we're very pro her in that moment. Um, the Harry Styles performance at the Grammys was very good. Congrats to Harry's house for winning album of the year. Um, Taylor Swift looked beautiful. She's never looked better. She looked so great. Um, love seeing mom and dad interact. Yeah. Um, today it came out that Elon Musk hosted a, um, a me- emergency meeting with his engineers because people weren't liking his tweets as much as he wanted them to. So he just that made me real, people... but like bad. Yeah. No, it's just bad. Um, yeah. So I was say my... Harry speech was. I did not really rock with his speech. No, I mean this man is not known for his eloquence. Like that's that's just not no. That's it's it's been said and done. We don't need to we don't have anything to add to the discourse. Um I will say Mm -hmm. Fine Line was so much better. (laughs) Yeah. I know. But I just I thought Harry's house was really well put together. For an album, I think it had a lot of really good stuff. Stuffed animal moment. Um Eeyore's traveling with me. That's another thing, is that's how I know. Mm if um rooms like the cleaning people came by is like where is Eeyore on my bed yeah um, true yeah I also I felt bad because I'm like wait what's he gonna do all day when I'm in when I'm doing work and I feel kind of bad yeah I don't know 
Um, I put Oliver in his Rams sweatshirt because mm-hmm. the Rams won the Super Bowl last year mm-hmm. and it's Super Bowl week. Oh, this is unfortunate because it's going to go out after the Super Bowl. Yeah. So um, go birds. Yes. Um, I f- if you remember, I said on our New Year's episode that <gasps> the winner would be a team with the, a bird mascot. Shut up. Oh, my God. If we predict the future, well, if you predict the future. If I predict the future... I'm like as good as insane. that like what is that that like monkey that or no it's a goat. What's that animal that like always picks these things? Oh, 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 I know what you're talking about. The yeah. only thing that came to my brain was the groundhog. And I was like, oh. he did not <laughs> pick the Super Bowl. Um, real. I think that they need to replace Groundhog Day with Capybara Day. Oh my god. Can you imagine like having capybaras in Pennsylvania though? Oh god. Okay, I'll pull up to Pennsylvania. <laughs> um so dc has a um taxidermied groundhog that they bring out for yeah. groundhog's day and i was talking about it with my coworker, and she's like we literally have the smithsonian zoo here and they don't keep a groundhog for groundhog's day and i was like you know what you're right like why yeah. don't we have a groundhog in dc like that's our bad we have yeah. the nation's capital but not its groundhog yeah oh emoji i am rocking with the sandwich emoji oh that's a good one yeah because i forgot that it existed and someone mentioned it and i was like oh my mm-hmm. god i need to use that more often that is good um i've been using the duck emoji quite a bit oh good and the the disguise mustache guy has come back out mm-hmm. oh yeah he needs he needs to come back on it yeah that one is one of my favorites the other one that i want to use more is the fog emoji like the guy like in the clouds <laughs> oh okay is it not soap is it soap? I thought it was like fog. I have no clue. Drop us a, a comment below. Yeah. Is it fog or smoke? Or soap. No, I said soap. Oh, yeah, soap. I know. I just said my yeah, two theories yeah, yeah. twice. No, it's okay. This is just like implicit bias. Sorry. Let yeah, me check my okay, privilege at the okay. door. Yeah. Any yeah. parting words? Um. Stay safe. Be kind to girlies. You're allowed to tackle any men you see on the road yeah so true gun people down with your car actually (laughs) well that's a liability oh my gosh i one of the nights that i was drunk i realized i didn't notice i did this until the next morning when i looked on my spotify but i was just like listening to liability by lord at 1 30 like by myself okay i was listening to liability by lord at like 10 a.m on a (laughs) friday And it was, wait, like, like my dimensional thing popped up, Mm -hmm, and it was, like, I had gotten endorsed for something, but I'll have to send you the screenshot. It was so unhinged, but I was literally listening to Liability. (laughs) No, because we keep talking about Liability, like, because, like, insurance, and I'm, like, wait, that's the same thing. And then I realized, like, I mean, obviously, I understand what the lyrics are, and obviously, I relate to it, but, like... Mm-hmm. To be in this industry and to sit there and say I'm a liability is like insane for me. Like I just, oh my god, oh I'm so neurotic these days. That's so fucking funny. Yeah, I'm just an insurance claim. <laughs> I'm just fraud. Yeah. Oh my god. Anyways, goodbye. Goodbye.